Well, good afternoon, everyone. Darren Saul here, your host of Saul Searching, the Saul Recruitment Podcast. It's Friday afternoon. Hopefully, everybody's had a fantastic week. It's episode 28. And as I always am looking for fantastic guests and fantastic content, today's show is going to be a cracker. We've got David Wilson home here in the house. How are you, David? I am wonderful. I'm looking at the smiliest recruiter in Australia right now. So it's going to be good. There must be at least one more. No, I think you've got the smiliest face I think I've ever seen for a recruiter. So. I take that as a compliment. I appreciate that. Now, uh, for all the audience out there, I've been following David for quite some time. He is a real specialist, a master in his area. And today we're going to be chatting all about how to brand yourself better as a recruiter. So David Wilsonholm is the founder of Brand Me Better, a personal branding, consulting, coaching and training business for agency recruiters. For the last three and a half years, David has been building personal brands for recruiters, both locally and internationally, helping to drive commercial results and competitive advantage. So once again, David, really happy to have you on the show. It's a real honor and uh, thanks for joining us. I'm blushing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been following you, as I mentioned, on LinkedIn for quite some time, and as many recruiters do. And maybe can you give the audience a little bit of insight into your story and how you ended up becoming this brand specialist for the recruitment industry? Good question. Well, I'm 46 and I've been working for 20 serious years of those years. And um, that's consisted of a lot of selling in yep. sales world, professional, a little bit of recruitment, only a couple of years. And I worked at a marketing and consultancy firm. Then I set up Brand Me Better. Right. The story behind it all, though, is um, unless you understand recruitment, you don't really understand how easy it is and how hard a job it is at the same time. So I, mm-hmm. I've got this massive respect for recruitment and recruiters. And I was pretty good and not great. Um, but when you leave an industry, um, what happened to me was I, I then worked at a marketing and consulting firm for a number of years. Yeah. I learned a lot about brand strategy, business planning, how good businesses were more successful than others. And um, even though I was very successful in that role, I sold a lot of services to uh, different industries. I never made any successful recruiters, and I just didn't understand why this was years ago now. Yeah. And then I moved to Malaysia with my family which was a wonderful time. But we were there on my wife's visa and work visas were slow for, for, for my end. And I had a bit of time on my hands and um, I ended up thinking, well, maybe I could help the recruitment industry out a little bit. So I connected with a few mates who owned small agencies. I was sole traders and I started writing content and bios and adverts yeah. for them. And then I just, just stopped in my tracks. I, I, People talk about these aha moments, and this was mine. I realized that while this was all great, um, people don't really understand brand strategy, company brand strategy, yep. and, and people don't really understand personal brand and branding. Um, and so, um, yeah, I hid myself away in a room. I tell everyone this, and for about a month, my kids and wife loved it that I wasn't around, but, <laughs> but I developed a program. Um, I didn't even have a business name. I just developed a program and thought, right, could this work? Um, and then I was in Australia at the time, and I, I, I know quite a lot of people in recruitment. I shared the the idea and the program of what I was doing, and 
somebody just said to me, a very successful CEO of a recruitment company said, we'd like to engage your services. How much is it? Brilliant. And I, my answer was, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't <laughs> um, have a price yet. Yeah, I didn't even have a price, you know, the, the P's of marketing. Um, but the reality is, is that then I realized I had a business. And so nice. that was my journey. That was three and a half years ago. Lots happened since then. But uh, yeah, that's my story. And I'm just on this mission to help more recruiters get better at what they do. And you obviously that's your area of specialty. You don't really brand in any other areas. It's always recruitment. I, I, I've done a my, tiny, tiny diversification, but it's still... Um, Clients have come to me yep. that supply to the recruitment industry. They're, they're ex-recruiters themselves. One's tech, one's coaching. Yep. But it's because I know that intimately. But my my bread and butter and 98% of what I do is with recruitment. Awesome, awesome. I mean, and I've been following you for a long time on LinkedIn in particular. I love your content. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I've got a real passion for marketing and branding. I mean, I definitely won't confess to be the best at it, but I certainly am passionate about it. And I'm always trying to understand the psychology behind it. And I know that, you know, I've heard you say that with recruiters, um, particularly that are setting up their personal brands, they sometimes don't think about the research part of that um, process before they start to do that. So I don't really know what you mean by that. So I'd like to, you know, hopefully you can elaborate on that. It's, for it's us. kind of a fancy word, isn't it, research? It can mean uh, you think of somebody with a pen and paper hidden in a room ticking boxes. Um, but when I, when I say research, and this is how I work with clients, I think there's three areas of research we should be looking at. So the first one is almost like internal research. Mm -hmm. So who the bloody hell am I? Uh -huh. And that is a massive question. And there's a lot of kind of internal research and questionings and probing and um, peeling back the onion layers, I call it, to find out who I am. Yep. And then the other thing is with, with um, recruitment, it's such a competitive industry. And so we need to do research on our competitors and positioning, which some people in the audience may or may not know, is, is creating that gap in the, the minds of your target audience. And to do that, you've also got to look at your competitors in the marketplace as well. Then the, the thing that I'm absolutely militant about is that I tend to work with experienced recruiters, um, is that your brand is really as much about your personality, but it's also about your reputation. Yep. And so you've really got to understand that reputation. And that is kind of a little bit too hard to do on your own. It comes easier when you actually talk to your customers and your clients or get somebody like me to do that for you. Yeah. Because they're the ones that can tell you about your brand and your proposition and your attributes and your beliefs and all those different things as well. So I like that. So, so kind of another way, another word you could use might be preparation in a way as well. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe research is a bit bit grey but uh, yeah okay yeah preparation yeah it's something that I'm really big on I think it's really important and I talk to candidates about this a lot as well yeah Even in the job seeking process how much preparation is so important and preparation as you say is who are we who am I what what have I got what skills and experience have I got to bring to the table why am I going to be suitable so it's all that internal dialogue and internal absolutely. mindset. And same goes for recruiters, you know, absolutely. Spot on, spot yeah. on. Love that, yeah, so true. Um, and so in terms of personal branding for recruiters, do you think that, is there a particular nuance to it or is it just like branding anything else? 
That's a really good question. Um, no, I, I, I think, I mean, let's be brutally honest here. Some marketers hate the terminology personal brand and personal yeah. branding. They think brand can only be a business or a product. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I, I built a business around that, so I have to believe in it. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, even, even the work that I do, it could quite easily be worked with a business owner or any other person that wants to be more visible, more successful, achieve whatever they want to achieve. Yep. And if they use the right methodology and they brand and market themselves more effectively, yes. So I don't think it's necessarily diff different for recruiters. I think it just helps well, for me personally because I understand the recruiter's world. Yep. But yeah. Yep. Perfect, perfect. I mean, totally get that, you know. And I mean, in terms of branding itself, maybe can you elaborate for us and for particularly for all those recruiters out there that are, you know, looking to brand themselves better, to mind the pun, um, <laughs> what is branding? What does branding mean for the recruitment industry or for the recruiter, the modern day recruiter? And how can they start to go about that? So, really good question. Really good question. So the first thing is, is um, well, let me let me put it back to you. Sure. Why 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 do you brand yourself? What why do you run podcasts? What what is it that you want to do with that? Yeah. So really, my my brand. I'm trying to build a brand to build awareness for who. Who, who, I'm, who I am and what I do to bring me business. Exactly. And, and that awareness is try and build trust and do it through consistency as well. Yep. So the, the reality of all of it, the perfect answer, the, the simple fact is as recruiters, we are branding ourselves so we can build awareness, attract the people that we want to attract, build trust with them, whether that be online and offline. Yep. So they then engage your services and they become raving fans and they refer you to other people. Yep. Um, and that's that's the branding part. Yep. You know, just do, doing that so in a way. And you mentioned very earlier, which I don't hear recruiters say too often, but it, you know, it's about the psychology. It's about understanding your customers and tapping into their needs, wants, and desires um, as well. Definitely. And you know, funny, like even in the, especially in this modern day, you know, world where social media marketing is so important, and you know, there are so many channels on which to brand ourselves, a lot of people get very confused with, as you mentioned before, what is brand? What is personal brand? Is my personal brand different to my business brand? It becomes this very confusing um, area. But as if you want to break it down, as we just did, it's just about building awareness for who you are and what you do. Uh, absolutely. Simple as that. Absolutely. However you do it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think, Somebody asked me this question today as well. I think that the big brands in recruitment really struggle with personal branding mm -hmm. um, because they want to kind of cradle a bit of custodians of this billion dollar, multi-billion dollar business where, you know, with smaller businesses like yourself, you have this massive amounts of freedom to do whatever you, there's no guidelines for you. There's no, you can do this, you can do that. You need to talk about this. So I, I think that we're seeing this, evolution of it more with small to medium sized businesses because they've got more freedom to do it uh, as well which is you will know it's a wonderful place to be and it makes sales so much easier and that's what we're trying to do here isn't it oh, marketing, I love it. marketing is the perfect warm-up good sorry good marketing is a perfect warm-up act for sales um you know I, lo I love the way you just put that like i always say you know there's marketing and there's sales and you've got to do both 
But with sales, you have to go to them. With marketing, they come to you. And so it's the initial part of the process. So if you can market well, then you you just have to sell whatever it is you're offering. But otherwise, it's it takes a lot of the work out of the out of the equation if you can do it well. Well, the other thing is they don't always come to you. The marketing can help that as well. But if you're proactive and you're selling, if your marketing and branding affiliate work makes it so much easier. Good but point. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. So Great. when you pick up the phone and you say, I'm John from John Recruitment, they say, oh, yeah, I know you. I've been seeing you all over LinkedIn. I've been seeing you on the ads. I've been seeing you on a podcast, hearing you podcast, etc." So it's warming up your audience in a way. I mean, call it cheesy, Darren, but um, I, I tell recruiters, aim to be the celebrity in your niche, you know? And, and so that means when you pick up the phone, and I, I, when, I, when I ring somebody, and I still cold call, you know, yeah. I... I I still like to do sales, um, not a lot of it, but some. But I, I want it to be when I get on the other end of that phone that they go, ah, David, yeah, know you, know your stuff, heard this, heard that, and it makes, you know, it just really removes barriers. It's become selling becomes a conversation, a business conversation rather than like a pitch. Hundred percent. And and these days with all the tools available, the technology available, that you can do all these things with very low cost. The yeah. platforms on social media, particularly that are incredible branding channels. Yeah. Why not use them? Absolutely. They're right. there to be used. You, you, you've got to be crazy not to. I'll add to that as well, though. Sure. Because I think you, you, you're also putting a little bit of fuel in the uh, to the fire. And this is where, again, you, you come across as a competent marketer. You embrace it. And so you're using different channels. I, I think it's about doing one really well. And, and, and it's doing one really well where your target audience hang out or potentially want to hang out or yeah. going to hang out if you're ahead of the game. And, and then look at all these different automations and different channels and different technologies. Because I think, you know, let, let's, let's break it back here. Recruitment is my target audience. Have you been a recruiter? You have a million and 10 jobs going on in any one day. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's a stressful job. And so having too many different things going on, too many different channels, unless you've got a, your own personal marketing department, it gets yeah. very, very difficult. Yeah, no, very true, very true. I mean, start, if you've never really been used to working in that area, start small and build as your skills grow to meet the need. Absolutely. No need Absolutely. to take off everything, you know, take on more than you can chew initially, but just build up to it and it becomes easier and easier and more, more fun the more you do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you get the results and you'll have the results, it is, it's a wonderful feeling. And you it know is. that you're in a tiny percentage of recruiters who are doing this well. And so, you know, it's, yeah. it's great. And that's a really good point that you bring up. Why do you think recruiters, oh, you've kind of just answered it, but why do you think recruiters have not got with the program and are only starting to wake up? Is it because we're so busy and we're juggling so many hats or has it just been lazy or we just ignorant? Why is it that we don't do it? This is a multi-pronged answer, but I just don't know how many prongs there are to it. <laughs> well, the, the first one is, um, the first one is beliefs. So if you look at a lot of recruitment agencies, we've got guys and girls in their forties and fifties, maybe, um, that it's their way or the highway. Mm -hmm. They've never had to use these different tools. Some yeah. have adapted, most haven't. Um, so that's one problem. Um, 
I think the power of the buyer has got bigger. So I think like anything, you can go online, you can do research, you can find out about people very quickly. And so that could be a detriment or an advantage. It's entirely up to you. Yep. Um, Pre-COVID, you know, internal recruitment teams were building up, building up. So it's getting bloody tough and it's more competitive and you've got to be smart. And I think the other thing is, I mean, I've been a real beneficiary of COVID. I don't hate to say that, but um, the reality is it, it stripped people back badly. Mm-hmm. And even successful recruiters who've watched their billings or their businesses go down somewhat, and they've had to go, what do I need to do now? What can I do now to win new clients, which I've not had to do for a long time? Yep. Or what do I need to do to be ready for this bounce back? And it will bounce back. And so COVID's made people go, training and development, marketing, branding, selling retained recruitment, whatever that might be. And so it's become, let's get with the program time. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. And the other thing with all this is just, sorry, my answer is very long-winded, I apologize. <laughs> but you are, you're a sole trader, aren't you? Yep. yep. Yeah, okay. We know that in the next couple of years, there are going to be such an explosion of sole traders um, because of what's happened. COVID being an example of that, yeah. company not supporting them, spending more time with your kids, not having to travel. But the reality is, is that a lot of these people um, have maybe done a pretty good job, but they might have to win new clients themselves when they set up, or they might have to brand themselves and brand their businesses. And so um, they want to know how to do that. And their companies are not teaching them. Uh, and that might be one of the reasons why they're leaving anyway. But, you know, that's another reason. There's another sector of people, a uh, collection of people, sorry, that are going to want to know how do I develop my, build my personal brand or how do I improve how I market and sell myself? Yeah, so true. <laughs> I really agree with that. I mean, and I think that particularly in the last year or two, because the landscape, the recruitment landscape has changed so much, that a lot of the traditional methods that we use to sell or to market don't work as well anymore. We have to start thinking about the new way to do things. And marketing is such a big part of that and keeping up to date with how to market in the modern world. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So true. So really good point. So I'd love to hear more about exactly how you work. Can you maybe tell us a bit of how you work with your clients? Um, is, this, is this me pitching now? Oh, just kind of in terms of... <laughs> no, I was, I was joking. I was joking. Um, so I've got kind of three different offerings. Um, my core product is Build, and that's a program where I work with one-on-one people. They tend to be very successful recruiters or recruitment managers or recruitment leaders. Yep. It's a very diagnostic uh, approach to understanding your personal brand. It's onion peeling. It's interviewing your customers. It's positioning. Um, it's deep diving into your values and your beliefs. It's about coming up with creative ideas of how to market yourself. And then I coach people to execute that. So that's what I love to do. Um, then I run workshops. So that build program, the elements of that, I run public ones um, and private ones. You're going to see more of those because we are coming out of COVID a little bit in Australia, which is good. Um, and then the other thing I do, which most people, a lot of people don't know that I do, is I also create content. Now, I tend to do it with one-on-one with build clients but I actually help them to get the confidence to talk to their target audience and build credibility while they can be doing other things as well. Right. So you kind of take their story and put the copy around it to help them sell themselves better. Absolutely. But the thing is, because I interview their customers, I find out about their needs, wants, desires. I find out about what their problems are in business. I find out what they're looking for. 
Um, and then I marry that up with what the, um, the, the brand of the individual, yep. and then I use that to create stories and content and narratives as well. I love that. I mean, you've mentioned that a few times in our discussion, the fact that you interview customers and peers and colleagues, as opposed to just trusting your own, you know, or the, our own perception of who we are as recruiters. I think that's so, so great and so important. We, it's, it's my so differentiator. Yeah. It's my differentiator. One of my key differentiators. None of my competitors that sell personal branding services to recruiters do this. Yeah. Again, it's hard to. Uh, you've got to work one on one with people to do this. Um, but it's so powerful. I mean, the 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 insights, the results, um, the impact you can have. And this isn't just about branding. This is about making you a more successful person. Definitely. That, that's what that research does for me. Brilliant. I mean, and, and as you say, I mean, the more you do this, the more you market, you start to analyze your own behavior, your own psychology, your own performance. And that actually makes you a better all around person, not just in the workplace. Yeah, I mean, yes. So the, the first thing is that I, my clients say to me that they have massive breakthroughs in their life when they work with me. And again, if you want to call that life coaching, so be it. Yeah. But I think it's when they realize what they value, that's this methodology I've developed, when they realize what they value most in their life and they actually realize the things that they're doing wrong, the things that they might want to do. You know, some people actually leave recruitment. I've had a case of oh, that wow. as well. Recruitment, leave agency world because they realize it didn't align with their highest set of values or the, the business that they were working with. So it has some massive breakthroughs. So it's not just about, you know, creating social media and creating content. And for me, it's about being truly authentic. And yep. that is a massive journey. And for some people, Maybe that yeah. takes a couple of days with me. Others, it takes weeks. Sometimes it happens even after you've worked with me, they go, David, it clicked. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's brilliant. I love it. I just love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm a really big believer in... Um, you know, going into yourself and really diving deep into who you are to understand who you are before you start doing anything else in the external world. Absolutely. So important. Absolutely. Spot on. Love it. And and my last question about this particular topic is really, what are your thoughts around, obviously, sole traders or entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, recruitment agencies, building brand, that's pretty obvious. But what about agents or consultants within very large brand you know multinational firms building their own little mini brands within a company a large company brand how do you tackle that well if if you do i don't know well yeah the first thing is i think the really smart bigger companies and bigger brands are gonna go you know the individuals in our business they also are our brand. Absolutely. We need to give them some more freedom. They're the ones that win the business. They're the ones who manage the client relationships. They're the ones that are trying to attract candidates. Yes, we might have the resources to do some of that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's folly to be cut off from that. Um, and I think that's why the small to medium-sized businesses have embraced it more, because they've got less to lose. Um, I, I do think that will change with the bigger businesses. And I think it will happen over time. When I don't know, but if I was the CEO of um, uh, a big brand, a very successful recruitment brand, sure, I'd have guidelines. Sure, I'd be monitoring that and have people monitoring that. But I would also give someone the freedom to actually 
be their authentic self, sell their unique story, yep. talk about what differentiates them, the pull and so on, and maybe even relate it back into the values of the company and the mission, the vision, the, 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 the differentiators as well. Yep. But they, don't, they just don't do that. And again, I, I always say, who am I to argue because they're multi-billion dollar businesses and I'm just a one-person show. Yeah, uh, but I still think it's I still think it's a big gap. Yeah, so true. And I, I kind of always liken the recruitment industry to the real estate industry. There's so many parallels that you can draw, and a lot of the real estate agents do this quite well. You know, they have their large umbrella companies or brands, but they have a lot of great personal brands within it. And I think recruiters have to move in that direction as well. You know, it's very interesting. I'm working with a guy um, who is a very successful recruiter. I think he's the most successful recruiter I've worked with. He, he builds about $2 million a year. So when he tells me things about recruitment, I listen. <laughs> yeah. And he was saying to me, you know, what's really, really interesting is while, while I was working with him, uh, I don't know what he learned from me, but I learned more from him maybe. <laughs> um, but the reality is he said, you know, there's so many parallels to the real estate industry. There is the difference between the real estate industry and the recruitment industry, if you speak to most real estate people, they spend money on their own professional development. Love that. And a lot, a lot of that is about how they can market and sell themselves more effectively. And I, I think recruiters have spent an absolute pittance on all of this, agencies and individuals. It's changing. Um, and so, yeah, I completely agree with you. And it might, you know, some of my clients now, they work at very, very successful businesses, very successful. Their, their, their directors don't buy into me at all. But they're working with me one-on-one -on -one and they're spending that money because you know, maybe they are going to set up or maybe they want to do something different or maybe they're finding it work harder and harder. I don't know. But wow. it just goes to show that, it, you know, there's this big business, small business kind of thing going on. Um, yeah, I love that. And yeah. it goes to show that there's such a hunger for it. Ah, oh, I mean, the people that I work with, they, they kind of scare me. They, they scare me that they're so driven and so successful, so scared of complacency and just want to get better. Yeah. I mean, not, not everybody I work with is an A-grade superstar, but those are the people that really come out of the woodwork for me over the last six months. And, uh, you know, they are, they are they're kind of inspiring and scary at the same time. <laughs> well, fantastic. I'm really glad to hear that because I think, you know, that's where the industry, you know, needs to go and we all have to think about things in those terms. If our large umbrella company is not going to give us what we need, we have to do it ourselves. You know, we have to acquire the skills to succeed for ourselves well, and for our company. You know, it's a very good point. Uh, I actually think that we should encourage more people to spend their own money on training, but we will support them. So, i.e., if you spend $3,000 on this course or whatever it might be, yeah. we will give you $3,000 towards that. And that just creates a culture of training and development. It shows that you're a caring, giving business, um, but you're also encouraging people to spend their money and the other thing as well is that recruiters you know most of them earn a lot more than the average the industry average of sorry the average annual salary wage particularly in australia um, but they've not realized that they should really be spending a couple of percent each year at least on their own personal and professional development yeah and it's an interesting point i work in it that's my area of speciality and in particular in uh, in the infrastructure technical side and a lot of my candidates do exactly that. They are very, very forthcoming in spending money and spending time on training constantly. And then they Absolutely. get rewarded and, you know, potentially potential salary reviews and 
rebates from their employer when they achieve a particular certification or degree or qualification. So I think it's it's something to really think about. But it's a it's that kind of cycle again when we talk about those business owners that you know the way that they were taught. You get on the phone, you do this, you do that. So they've never really had any invested training on them as well. So it's just like the replay of that over and over again. So, uh, but that's, you know, I'm, I don't want to tarnish the whole industry. There's some fantastic companies that really invest oh, in training absolutely. development as well. So, absolutely. Uh, yeah. absolutely. There are sensational companies. And I've been trained by some great people as well, like Greg Savage and others that are, you know, sensational Absolutely. In the, in, the, in the recruitment industry. Absolutely. And we're looking in Australia. There's some great people. There really is some great people. So, you know, engage their services, work with them, yep. get mentored by them, buy their books, whatever that might be, because yep. they, they, will, they will help you to become better at what you do. Yep. Absolutely. And I always love a good story. So I'm just wondering if you can maybe give us a little case study or story, obviously without mentioning any names or company names, of any people that have come to you and you know, started working with you and they've seen incredible results or they've gone through a transformation? I haven't got any. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> no I'll give I, you five minutes. We'll come back. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. The way I describe the people that have these um, great successes and they share that with me and the work that I do with them, they're like butterflies. I just need to give them a bit of guidance and support. Right, yep. And I'll give you an example now. One of them is, I'm sure you wouldn't mind because he's, he's, he's testimonials on uh, my LinkedIn page. But uh, amazingly competent recruiter, been around for a very long time. I interviewed all these, interviewed these key customers. They raved about him. They helped, you know, me understand that proposition as a marketplace. Nice. And then one of them, a CEO said to me, I said, you know, what's the one thing you would change or improve? And he said, his company name. And his branding is awful. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I said, well, Tom Boy says, you know, it's just not representative of him. This CEO actually happened to be an ex-brand marketer. And so I went back to all these other customers and talked to them about his company name and his branding. And it was agreed that no one liked it. They didn't think it was representative of him, didn't show him off in the best possible light, even though they all loved his services. I went back to him. And uh, I suggest this has never happened before. I suggested he rebranded, and um, because he'd worked with me, there was messaging there, and there was stories there, and he knew what content to create. So he just did it very, very quickly. He rebranded, wow. did his website, did some videos, telling his story more effectively on social media. And I think only about a month later, maybe no, sorry, two months later, he got a call from a, a CFO of a billion-dollar business, who said, "You know what? I, I love." the way that you position yourself and what you're saying about yourself and I've watched your videos, I'd like you to come in and have a chat with me um, or maybe a Zoom call. And I think he ended up winning about 130 grand worth of retained roles over Christmas. Wow. I think he's close to filling them now. Sensational. And the investment of what he paid for me was tiny, but he, you know, he's a great recruiter. I'm certainly not going to take all the credit, but I, I think that will have helped in making that person make a decision based on that. Love it. And, and I love your process, you know, and that came, a lot of that came because of your process. Yeah, absolutely. And how rigorous and how extensive your process is. So, so absolutely. Yeah, well done. Well done. Well, David, I really appreciate your time. How can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about Brand Me Better and work with you? Uh, well, I'm going to say LinkedIn. Everybody who wants a conversation with me, everybody who wants to inquire about my services tends to find me on LinkedIn. 
it's David Wolf to know. My company's Brand Me Better. Or you can email me at david at brandmebetter.com. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. I'll make sure I put all those links um, in the show notes for everybody so they can reach out to you. Excellent. Excellent. And do you work uh, internationally as well? Or do you have any particular? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just been engaged by somebody in Spain. Um, wow. I've been engaged by somebody in Dubai. Um, I'm working with somebody in Asia. Um, I'm about to be, I've just been engaged by somebody in the UK. So yeah, it's a global thing. Fantastic. Well done. Well done. Well, David, look, really appreciate you coming on the show. You know, I've had a, such an interesting conversation. I've learned so much and, uh, you know, really a pleasure talking to you. Is there anything that you want to leave us with or leave the recruiters with or potential branders out there? Um, for anybody that's tried to do a little bit of marketing, and it's not worked. A lot of recruiters have done that. They've created videos or content or whatever that might be, and it's not worked. Don't let that put you off. It's like a bad recruiter experience. If you if you go away from a bad recruiter experience, you never hire an agency before. Yep. You're potentially making a massive mistake. Um, so you know it takes patience. It's consistency. It's a long game. You know I talk about this as social selling. I call it, and that's a combination of conversations and creating content on social um be the tortoise don't try and be the hare and it will it will come back and it will reward you yeah i i love that music to my ears i so agree with you i mean there's so much competition there's so much content there's so much noise out there as well so you have to really do do your time earn your stripes but you will get the the rewards in the end if you do that absolutely 100 yep. yeah i really agree with that well done excellent well, David, thank you very much again. Everybody out there, I hope you've learned as much as I have from David Wollstoneholm. He's a lovely guy. And I think if you're interested in doing some branding work on your business, chat to him because he's a wealth of knowledge in that area. And he's a lovely guy. Thank you to the Smiley's Money Recruitment. Cheers. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you very much. Uh, that's Darren and David signing off. And we'll be back very soon for another episode next week. Bye for now. Excellent.